Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Song and a Chat with your host Pete Pasco. How you doing? All right, gather round, everybody. Welcome, welcome. All right, your first time here. Thanks so much for tuning in. Here's what you're gonna get. If uh, you get a song, for sure, and uh, a fair bit of chat. It turns out I just like to sort of wander the the people that come here often know what to expect, and that is the unexpected. Ha! Oh. Uh, um, and uh, it's it's fun. Just sort of, I, I've have found that by just me playing the piano there just a bit, by playing the piano uh, and talking, it just sort of takes me places, and that's kind of a nice thing to do. It's just nice to go places because uh, here in Melbourne we're not allowed to go places presently because of uh, yeah, COVID nineteen. So we're locked down here. And um, what I've discovered has been really good for me, and why I've been doing what I've been doing is I've been doing a lot of creative stuff online and sharing it, and the hope, and the and the hope that it helps people, uh, you know, just take their mind off things, which is what I'm doing right now, just doing a bit of improvisation, which is nice fun. And I could go back over what I've just done while I was talking and um, sort of come up with a song from that. You notice I'm pausing here and there? Just sort of it's on the... In the moment, I'm not consciously thinking of technically what I'm doing, although that's there. It's um, just making room for something else to come through. And then when I realize it's there, it's like... Fun. And these chords I've just gone into a bit... are a bit like the song, today's song, Harbour Lights, Harbour Lights. All right, Oof. I enjoyed just doing that bit of playing. So it's a very, very nice feeling, and I thoroughly recommend getting into an art, people, if you feel inclined. Beautiful day in Melbourne today, a cracking day, sat outside, and aren't we lucky? I talked into my phone with my best mate Paul Dredge in New Zealand, brilliant guitarist Paul, and um, instantly he put up a great version of Bob Dylan's Forever Young on YouTube. You can check it out on Paul Dredge Music. Wow. Good stuff, man. And he played it on his dad's guitar. He's, he's got that. And harmonica, singing. And, oh, that's good. Yeah, I'd love to play the guitar. <laughs> I'm happy playing the piano. It is great. Uh, yeah, I've always wanted to play the guitar. Never did. I picked up um, a lot of painting and drawing and yeah, a lot of other stuff. I learned to record myself, which I'm, I'm really, really, really enjoying. Uh, today's song, Harbour Lights, is a song that I recorded and it came from a, it had a fairly murky start, Harbour Lights, because I was, it was, this was year, it was written years after the event, the time that I was thinking, and I wrote it in a, a little bit sort of oblique sort of style, if that's a word to use in this context. Uh, it's about feelings that I was having in a time in my life 
But I kind of didn't want to give too much away of myself. So I sort of put another character and I'm going to change the scene and that sort of thing. So oh, there you go. As a songwriter, maybe that's not so, such a bad thing. Um, I've written songs in the past using people's names. I think yeah, I probably could have changed that name. That might have been a good idea, you know. And uh, so, you know, not, not from so much defensive kind of a place like that, but sometimes uh, it can take you somewhere else, I guess, outside of yourself. And uh, here you go. As a songwriter, if you start with something of your own feelings and that leads on into something that was perhaps someone else's story, well, I think that's a good thing. And I talked about that last week about sort of looking through the eyes of almost someone else and how they're thinking and feeling about stuff. And then you kind of reflect back on you. Yeah. Oh, it's deep. Us songwriters are deep, I tell you. <laughs> I gotta tell you. Um, so yeah, this was a heavy time in my life, and not a lot, there was some major, major stuff hadn't gone well at all, and I was feeling really one of the deepest, darkest little patches of my life, I think. And I was keeping it together by myself, living somewhere in a city with no friends, much around, and that sort of thing. Apart from one or two, as you'll find out. And it was a dark night, and I'd walked home uh, from the pub across the river, and the river. In Hamilton in New Zealand, there you go, giving the place away, it has a magnificent river running through. I've talked about it before. It's called the Waikato River. Beautiful. And at night time, the city lights and the street lights all reflect in it. And it's a deep, big, far, this is no ch- chuckling brook. This is a deep, slow, brooding river on its way. There's some currency you wouldn't want to know about. You're not safe for swimming or anything. But the, the, it drew me from the bridge. I might as well have thrown myself off or anything like that. And uh, look, if you're ever feeling that way, don't. <laughs> you know, there's, just hang on. There's another day awaits and this too shall pass and all those sorts of things, you know. And I've learned that in my past. Um, it wasn't one of those moments, but it was a reflective moment. And I was leaning on the, the concrete pillar thing, just looking at the water. And it got me thinking. And I, I started writing these lyrics when I got home. And um, I wrote them, and uh, I just got into bed, and I was lying there, and I was thinking, yeah, okay, I am feeling really down. You know, if there's a big guy there, if there is a, you know, the big God, now would be a good time to rock up. Right then, there's this doof, doof, doof at the door, which is just through the wall from my bedroom, and the voice says, open the door. <laughs> And it was my mate Hislop, Grant Hislop, who incidentally he won the internet, he won the Australasian radio announcer of the year award when he was about sixteen or seventeen. So this guy has a big voice. <laughs> Talk about funny! I scraped myself off the ceiling and answered the door. Grant thought that was pretty funny because he could see my lamp on and knew I was asleep just there, or awake or whatever. I was lying there. Had the desired effect, Grounty, good on you. So always good to find some humour, and from that, it's good to have mates around, isn't it, eh? <laughs> I'll tell you what. There you go. Right now, I think what we're going to do to get in the mood, so we're going to roll harbour lights. Let me let me take you to a bit of a, a sea scene. You know, there's a, a harbour, yeah. Okay, so not the river, but reflected lights. That's where that's where I took the river from, and I, yeah, that's what I was thinking. All right, without further ado, rolling. <laughs> Here we go.
All right, so there you go. That was Harbour Lights by me. 2011, I see I wrote that. Song number 568. Page number 568 of your songbooks, ladies and gentlemen. All right, uh, Harbour Lights. See, that was fairly dramatic, wasn't it? Um, a few things sort of spring to mind with it. Um, one, I sort of poured my heart out. Didn't I? And I was writing those lyrics out, and uh, we'll look at that in just a second. But that made it all the more dramatic when Granty knocked on the door. I tell you, it wasn't long after I was just sitting back, lying there, thinking, yeah, 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 knock, knock, knock. That should just about do it. Yeah, okay, enough of that. Here we go. Uh, let's jump into the words. You came to me like you were chosen. Oh, that sounds good. To walk the plank of deep despair. Not so good. <laughs> I don't mind that. There's a bit of humour about that in a way, isn't it? Like, oh, darling, you came to me like you're chosen. Yeah, chosen, all right. You're about to jump the plank of deep despair. So perhaps this was sort of like, perhaps it was a relationship. Perhaps I'm just going to say perhaps. Maybe that's sweetest. Yeah, maybe there's more. Maybe there's not. <laughs> maybe there was. Maybe there wasn't. Who knows? Um yeah, yeah. So the other person in this relationship walking into it with a sense of foreboding, thinking, mm, "Yeah, I'm not sure this is going to go." And then next moment, next minute, you left. Can you say that? Next, you left me cold. You left me frozen. I'll try and clear my mind with a sea air. So you left me cold. You left me frozen. Yeah, nothing like a walk in the outdoors to clear your mind, get your act together. I'm a big fan of that. Times rearranged my memory. It seems like a wild, happy ride, isn't it? When, when you look back on memories, some of the other stuff sort of erased and you're left with a whole lot of happy stuff, quite often. Uh, your changing face is now a gallery. All the darkness swept aside. And yeah, I like that. Like faces, I don't know, is that, is that like it for you guys? Is that how it is when you shut your eyes and you think of someone and... Do you, do you see a lot of faces, different versions of that face? Do you see one, and if you think of different memories, is it like a face comes really forward and the sort of forward in the mix comes out of the, I don't know, the background noise in the pictures? That's what happens to me anyway when I think of someone and focus on them. If I think on think and they come closer and their face comes really close, I find that interesting. Uh, the harbour lights are calling, and the night is drifting by. So there you go. I've gone from, like I said, going from the inland river, placing it out that what the scene where the action takes place here is a harbour. This one. The shifting tide is pulling me to a cold reflection of a starry sky. Well, that's a pretty heavy scene, so the stars are reflected in the water. No, don't go there. Come back. Why should we shoulder pain from long ago? It's led me here in these dark hours. So there I was sort of thinking about maybe there's some old, some sort of karmic debt or something from back in the dim dark ages that I'm carrying around with me today. I'll look beyond tomorrow's rain and snow for now. I feel this awesome power. And that was in that moment, that was where I, th- I went, you know what? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty yuck. Yeah, I am feeling pretty down. But my core belief is I will raise above this, rise above this, and not, you know, you gotta, you got to do some work yourself, but sometimes you get helped. And I think that's there for us when we reach out. Reach out. This feeling now surrounds me, and it comes from deep within I never knew until you found me and left me here so hurt and thin. So there it is, folks. At the darkest hour before dawn, that's when you sort of open up, I think. And that, that's what this song is about. Yeah. Uh, now I'll put this loneliness to rest. I'll leave it in the past. There's nothing, there'll be nothing to remind us. 
just a foggy memory in the glass. So a bit of a pun there. The memory in the glass is sort of maybe having a beer or something a bit stronger in later years looking back, a foggy memory, or a foggy memory in the glass, like a, a looking glass, like a mirror, looking in, and occasionally some uh, memories pop up like that. Still the harbour lights are calling, but the dawn is coming fast. The calm has stopped me falling, the calm feeling, maybe it's the calm of dawn. I'll make this one sad tear my last. So the character, was it me? I don't know, partly. Was a, a sense of resolve here, you know? Right, okay, enough is enough. This is not doing you any good. Moving on, because this feeling now surrounds me, it comes from deep within. You wrap your healing arms around me, and now we're free to start again. So that's talking on the step on, eh? That's talking about the next relationship, if you like. So a healing one, our perhaps relationship, or, you know, it could be uh, figuratively speaking, the healing arms, reach out for those healing arms, that sort of thing around me, and we're free to start again. So the idea that, um, you know, if you, you can move on, you can move on if you give yourself half a chance. So, yeah, a bit of a heavy scene, wasn't it? Goodness me. I, I didn't actually... I, I knew it was, but um, the heavy scene, the, the song. But um, it, it came to me as I walked out into the studio tonight. I thought, you know what? I, I think I'm going to do Harbour Lights. I don't know why, but I'm, I'm going to do Harbour Lights. So, I don't know. I'm glad I did. It was fun. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, incidentally, I saw an album called The Man in Blue. It was the first album, really, that I tried to record a full sort of a rock band uh, happening, and Ash Dawson on guitar, thanks Ash, one afternoon, just straight, I'd never heard the songs before, and look, poor old Ash, I, I could have let him have a listen at least beforehand, so he's just playing blindly, and I thought doing really well, same with uh, Alan, Alan Brooker on bass, wonderful exponent of bass, one of Australia's best, I think, really great, and and the magnificent Dan Jew on the drums there, thanks Dan, and he's, he's the drummer in our current band, The Patient Hum, Pete Pascoe and The Patient Hum. Somewhat bizarrely, I, I recorded all the piano and a guide vocal uh, for this before anything else. And bizarrely, because the piano that I recorded before the instru- other instrumentation was there is the piano that I kept on all 10 or 12 tracks. So that is kind of weird, because generally genuine, genuine, generally speaking, when you put piano down, a guide, a guide piano, you can get busy, you know, all the way, and there's no room for anything else. No guitar room in that, but... Uh, I left space, and then I grabbed Alan when he was in town, so we had piano, bass to a click. <laughs> it's bizarre, eh? And then I got Dan in on the drums, and then the guitar happening after that. So somewhat bizarre way to record, but I too, I really, really enjoyed the whole thing. Had a crack at recording a real drum kit, uh, for better or worse, just you know, in one of the rooms in the house, and oh, I had a lash. you got to have a go. you got to go. Here's, here's, here's the thing. Uh, you either do or you do not. There is no maybe, you know, quoting roughly, quoting uh, Yoda there. Um, you just get in and go with the materials that you've got around and and just go do your best shot, you know, because otherwise we can live a lifetime of excuses. Oh, I never did quite record that because I didn't have the right microphone or I didn't have this. Or It doesn't matter, you know. After After years of doing this stuff, less is more. Go with what you've got. Do it with some feeling. And uh, that goes with any art. So if you're thinking, I see my, what I would love to be doing here, 
here we go, a sneaky little plan, encouraging people to pick up a pen, maybe already too, yeah, 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 and that's great, and uh, carry on, if you've never done it before, have a crack at writing some poetry, or learning guitar, or piano, or drawing, you know, there's a there's a mountain of stuff online that you can help, that can help you. You know, just, just Google, you know, seascape painting with Pete Pasco. <laughs> won't, won't help you yet. So you'll see some seascapes by me, but eventually it will. I'll have some uh, e-books and, and uh, you know, uh, videos on how to do these things that I that I do because I would love to get pe- more people involved. There we go. It's been great fun. It's been a joy, and it continues to be that. Okay, now let's look at the music, and I enjoyed the start. I really like this. Does it again? And then settles on this. comes to me you came to me like you were chosen oh yeah to walk the plank of deep despair there it was that so there's an idea there's a hook it's it's I could have just done you know you came to me like you were chosen to walk the plank of deep despair which is fine but having that I think really add something. I'll try one more time just to make sure. You came to me like you were chosen. <laughs> you get the idea? Yeah. Ba, ba, ba. Moving on. And then, you left me cold, you left me frozen. So that's a unusual, nice, I think that that's an A with a G bass, a counter bass, and then G chord. So it's... It sort of sounds sort of ocean-y to me. That's why I did it. I kind of had that up my sleeve. Oh, I knew I liked I like the start. That. And I had kind of other eye, yeah. You hear the waves. And we're back. We're not. We're moving on, and we. I like this little middle section. And what I've done here, I've noticed, is after having one chord for one, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Had enough of that. Let's move on. One and two and three, four, one, two, So that's a good trick to get the feeling of moving, uh, moving on, mooding. <laughs> yeah, the song could really just plot it along like that. And it was in danger, I think, of doing that, but I think it lifted enough and got away with it, and particularly by doubling the time in, in terms of the amount of chord changes you bring in. And I, I think that worked here. This Etc. And then... And now this darkness swept aside And into another, yeah, uh, verse or that... And I've just realized that the melody there is the same as that. So ring for the F sharp. So maybe that F sharp uh, riff early was like an early echo of 
that you know that feeling that surrounds me ah so there we go the first time in the verse was or just but in the chorus I'm going this feeling that surrounds me and it comes from deep within and so the magic three there you go I've done D A B minor three times and then I'm back to and we're gonna come verse I put this loneliness to rest so each time between coming from the verse and going to the chorus as a little bookend I've used the same whether I'm sort of yeah coming out of and into the next part all right um, and that basically is the whole song um, how did it come together I started at the top In fact, you know, I what, I what I started with, I'm just thinking. Yeah, that's where I started. And as soon as I had done that, it's the sort of thing I just would have, back then I didn't really have anything to instantly record it. So I would have written down the chords, which is that, and I would have written down... Whatever it is, yeah, and I think those are the things to really catch because I, I was actually talking to Paul today about it, Paul Dredge. Um, the first time you do something is often the best time in the arts. You can you can try, you can try again, but you just don't quite get it right. And as soon as I did that bit, or maybe, maybe, yeah. Yep, got one. It's like looking at your fishing rod. A bit of a nibble there. Oh, yes, got one on here for sure. Okay, I've just looked up at one of my paintings there. It's from a painting I did for a song called Everlasting. And there is a mighty kawaii fish just jumping out of the water there. So I might just put that on my blog, actually. I think I'll do that. I love looking up and seeing that. So I reckon it's a really good idea to, you've got a studio, you've got a room, you've got a corner, you've got a nook, whatever you've got, shrine it up, people, make it look good, uh, not make it necessarily look good, surround, surround yourself with stuff that inspires you. I think it's a good idea. All right, stuff that inspires me is nature. I love getting out in nature as much as I can, and I went for a walk the other day when I was uh, back in Sandringham, when I was allowed to be last out a month ago or something, and walk around the block, and I like to record birds occasionally, and I come across these grok birds. They're, no, they're not called grok birds. They are called wattle birds, and I think they're brilliant. They remind me of a New, New Zealand native tui, and they've got a call a bit like a pheasant sort of thing, and they, create, they take great delight in doing this. You're walking along, and just ducking below some low branches. And just after you go past that branch, <laughs> and turn around, there's birds looking at you. <laughs> I'm sure they do it for the fun of it. Here you go. Check these guys out. These are cool wattle birds here in Australia. <laughs> there it was. Another one coming up, is it? Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> They're seriously loud. 
Yeah, mate, I remember you. <laughs> you walking along and then... What the, the first time I heard it, I wondered what the heck it was, because seriously, I mean, it's not very melodic, is it? Let's face it, for a bird, he's, he's pushing it uphill there. <laughs> but he is a good-looking bird. Very, they don't, they don't, they fear no one, and they fear no other birds. They're very slick and slim, a bit like a tui, New Zealand tui. Look them up. They're a powerful bird. And uh, I, just, I just really like wattle birds. So there you go. Now you've heard of wattle bird. <laughs> I see, Nigel. Um, since we're on the subject of... Is it ornithology? I think that's bird watching, is that right? Probably is. Um, just last week, had like 13 black cockatoos practically in our backyard. And these are magnificent birds, these ones. Here we go, really going down this bird tangent to what tonight. What the heck? Um, cockatoos, white cockatoos, are a bit sort of. You know, they're a bit sort of rough around the edges. Great bird, don't get me wrong. These black cockatoos are sort of regal kind of almost and they make a a really their they cry is sort of melancholy and they sort of they the way their flight pattern is just I oh, just think a beautiful bird we were lucky enough to have about 15 of them as I say just on our back fence and then in the in the next day nor neighbor's um, bush and uh, they were finding the seeds in there and uh, it was cool they were around like for 45 minutes or so doing that and they do come through New Melbourne now and then we're really lucky and uh, there you go. I love, I love nature. If I'm ever feeling down, that's where I go. Or nowhere else. Right here, eh? <laughs> yeah, to my podcast. It makes me feel good. All right. I hope, um, I hope this podcast has made you feel good today. And uh, I hope you enjoyed the music. hope you enjoyed the chat. And if you're thinking about getting into songwriting, I say, go for it, go for it. Or, if you have, yeah, already do it, carry on, you're doing the world a, a great service. Go the artists, go the songwriters. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, go you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Song in a Chat. I certainly have. It's been great fun. Uh, incidentally, if you want to check out my blog and read about the black cockatoos, how they visited, I wrote about them on my blog this week. What the heck? PetePasco.wordpress.com. And you can also check out the painting I did today, which is one of Mornington and uh, down in here in Melbourne from a photo in my studio because I couldn't go out and about. So it's been a really nice creative day. Uh, I'm going to wrap this up and go make a music video next because I've got a video yeah, I've got to do some videos on YouTube, uh, Pete Pasco Art Music, I think it is. And so if you're, you're enjoying what you're hearing and want to hear more, I'd, I'd love you to sign up to my email uh, list, info at petepasco.com. Hit me up there, you'll get to hear of all sorts each week when I publish uh, podcasts and that sort of thing. You hear about new music, got 13 albums up, uh, lots on Spotify if, if that's your thing, Apple Music. Uh, Pete Pasco is my artist name. Check out about five or six or seven albums there. 13 on Bandcamp, Pete Pasco and Co. Alright, that's it from me. I hope you're having a fantastic week. Carry on, and we'll catch you next time. Pete Pasco, signing out. Catch ya. Bye-bye. <laughs> This feeling now surrounds me